You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. All I have is from God, is the title of this devotion. All I have is from God. You know, one of the great Psalms of David is Psalm 16. It's called the Golden Psalm. I actually don't know why it's called the Golden Psalm, but it's the Psalm that Peter used on the day of Pentecost to preach from. It is a very short Psalm, but a messianic psalm like Psalm 2 is and Psalm 8 and Psalm 95 and Psalm 110, which Martin Luther called the chief of all psalms. And there are so many amazing psalms there that the Holy Spirit has given to us when they were written by the Spirit of Christ to help us understand of what God now freely gives us in Jesus. But here in Psalm 16, David says, and I read to you from the New English Translation. He says in verse 1, Protect me, O God. I trust in you for safety. I say to the Lord, You are my Lord. All the good things I have come from you. And then verse 5, You, Lord, are all I have, and give me all I need, my future is in your hand. How wonderful are your gifts to me, how good they are. So what David is saying, all I am and all I have comes from you, Lord, for you give me all that I need. My future is in your hand. Let me say it again. All I am and all that I have comes from you, Lord, for you give me all that I need. My future is in your hands. You see, David lived within this mindset which I would like to talk to you about because it lies at the root of the nature and character of God himself. David understood that all that he was came from God. You know the famous Psalm of David, Psalm 139, where he says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And this my soul knows very well. When all the days that you had planned for me were written in your book when they did not even exist yet. And David understood that the life he was given to live and to give came from God. That all things come from God. And that God is not only the author and giver of it, but the maintainer and completer and perfecter of it. And if you go with me to 1 Chronicles chapter 29, here David is having an incredible meeting together with all the leaders of Israel and thousands upon thousands of people that had come for this occasion to dedicate what they were given for giving for the building of the temple. And David had made preparation with all of his might for he had set his affection upon the house of the Lord and he had given incredible amounts. You can read this in First Chronicles here. And then he says this. He says this prayer in First Chronicles 29, starting at verse 10. 
He says, therefore, David blessed the Lord before all the assembly. And David said, blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our father forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Again, yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you and you reign over all. In your hand is power and might. In your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. Now therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I? And who are my people that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? For all things come from you and of your own we have given. For we are aliens and pilgrims before you as were our fathers, our days on earth, or as a shadow as a, without, and without hope. O Lord, our God, all this abundance that we have prepared to build your house for your holy name is from your hand. It is from your own. I know also, my God, that you test the heart and have pleasure in uprightness as for me. In the uprightness of my heart, I have willingly offered all these things. And now with joy, I've seen your people who are present here to offer willingly to you. O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel, our fathers, keep this forever in the intent of the thoughts of the hearts of your people and fix their hearts towards you. Fix their hearts towards you. Keep this in the intent in the motivation, inclination of the hearts of your people. Keep this, what? All that I am and all that I have comes from you. You give me all that I need. My future is yours. And that we realize that what we have the privilege of giving comes from God. If I take you for a moment, because here, of course, in David, you can see this in the realm of the natural things because he gave silver, he gave gold, he gave precious stones, he gave, he gave metal, he gave wood, he gave everything for the building of the temple. I mean, incredible wealth that David gave because God knew if I give it to David, it belongs to me. You see, that is the fundamental nature and spirit of true righteousness. I am the Lord's. I belong to him. All that I am belongs to Him. My house that I live in, it belongs to God. Virginia, with whom I've been married this coming April for 39 years, she belongs to God. She belongs to God. Uh, The church here, my children, our children, our grandchildren, they belong to God. This church, it belongs to God. Well, insanity, if I would say my church, yes, my church as in I am a part of it, but not mine as I am the owner of it. I don't, I don't think that way, God forbid. No, it belongs to God. It belongs to the Lord. All that I am and have belongs to Him. And that is what God is longing for in the hearts it's of you and mine that he knows he can entrust everything to him because he knows if we have it, he has it. 
Jesus said something most amazing that I love deeply here in John 16, verse 14 and 15, the Gospel of John. He said, He, the Father, will glorify me, for he will take of what? No, excuse me. He, the Holy Spirit, will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare, unveil, reveal it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare to you all things that the Father has are mine. The Heavenly Father knew if I give it all to Jesus, then my spirit can take it and give it to whomever I will. You know, many years ago, I went through this painful trial in that people that I loved deeply, intensely, all started going to different places in the world. And it all was wonderful. But it took a lot of my insights out. Oh my goodness, it, it crushed me, crushed me, crushed me. And one time I had this prayer time, and I'm gonna talk about that uh, this week, but I had this prayer time, and suddenly it came out of my spirit in prayer not out of my mind, it came out of my spirit. I am not a Laban. And when that came out of my spirit while I was praying, I thought, I am not a Laban. What does that mean? Well, I know Laban. He's the grand, the father-in-law of Jacob. The son of Abraham, son of Isaac, son of, ja- son of Isaac is Jacob, Jacob, the father of the 12 patriarchs. I am not a Laban. Laban was the father of his first wife, Leah, and his second wife, Rachel. And I thought, what does that mean? And immediately the Holy Spirit gave me the understanding of what it meant. When Jacob left Laban, Laban said, you took of what is mine. I'm going to talk about that this week with you, but I just feel to go ahead and mention it already. You took what was mine. You see, this is... Jesus said the Holy Spirit will take of what is mine and give it to you. Within Jesus, that is the joy, that is the happiness, that is what he desires for the Holy Spirit to take all that is mine and give it to you. He said the Holy Spirit, when he comes inside of you, will take all that is mine and give it to you. And when I say he will take what is mine, All that is the Father's is mine. This lies at the root of the nature of our loving Heavenly Father. He will never be satisfied. The Heavenly Father will never be satisfied unless all that is His is yours and all that's yours is His. That you are perfectly one with the Father like Jesus is with the Son. Jesus says here in chapter 14 of John in verse 7, If you had known me, you would have known my father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Do you see that sweet spirit of confidence in which Jesus lived with the father? I mean, you're talking some serious sense of value, sense of worth, sense of of being. If you would have known me, you would have known my father. And now you know him and now you see him when you look at me. Now you know him as you know me. 
because he is in me, he says in the next few verses, and I am in him. The words I speak to you, I speak not of my own authority. It's my Father in me who does the works. And Jesus was constantly trying to show them the Father in all that he is. The Lord God of heaven knew, if I give it to David, then it belongs to me. You see, God wants to give you and me much more than we could dare ask, hope, or pray for. But can he take of what is yours? Can he take of what is yours and give it to whom he wills? Can the Heavenly Father take of what is yours and give it to whom he wills? Do you understand what I'm saying? Can the Heavenly Father come to you and say, I want to give this to this person? And you immediately rejoice, oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. All that's mine is yours. And you get so happy that the Father wants to take what he's entrusted to you and give it to whom he wills. That's the spirit I want to talk to you about today. Jesus lived within that mindset. This is why he had such a sweet graciousness when he saw the needs of others. Because he knew by the spirit of the Father in him that he could take that healing grace like the man at the pool of Bethesda. He had been there for 38 years. And Jesus looked to him and said, would you like to be healed? And he said, I have no one to help me into the water when it is moved. Every time somebody else comes in and Jesus said, rise up, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was healed. You see, and then Jesus was questioned by what authority, by what power have you done this? He said, I can do nothing of myself. It's the Father that works this. The Father does this work in me and through me. And the Father loves me and shows me everything that he does himself. And he will show me even greater works in these so that you may marvel. Jesus had this sweet, absolute confidence that all that he had and all that he gave came from the Father. And this is where the Heavenly Father longs for you to live. And he is not satisfied until you do. In other words, he keeps drawing you into himself and revealing himself into you until there's absolutely no distinction between you and him and you are perfectly one with him through the Son. Oh, my friends, come, come. There's so much more, so much more that the loving Heavenly Father longs to unveil in you and through you to others where you learn to think like him, talk like him, act like him. And I want to close with this little thought. That as long as that Adamic nature keeps undermining the divine nature in seeking its own glory and its own honor, we will keep falling short of the glory of our loving Heavenly Father. But as we follow our Savior in His sweet self-sacrificial humility of perfect obedience to the will of the Father, we will enter into this life that I'm talking to you about where there is absolutely nothing that can be withheld from you because all that is the Father's is yours in Christ Jesus. Long to live there. Long to live there. And let Jesus help you 
by imparting his humility and self-sacrificial love in you, that sweet, fragrant, self-sacrificial love in you so that you can sweetly lay down the need to seek your own honor, your own glory, your own power, your own position that you say, I can do nothing. Like he says in John 5, 19, except the Father show me and the Father loves me and he shows me. That you live in that smile in your heart that your Father loves you and shows you. And that when you feel the pain of your own barren nature that isn't fruitful within itself, that you immediately know, Oh, Jesus, you are my shield and my strength in the glory and lifter of my head. And you immediately draw from your union with Jesus the nourishment that he supplies through his divine nature in you. And you feel the heavenly life welling up within you with graces and gifts from the throne. And oh, how joyful and happy you are to abide in him and see him abide in you. Amen. Have a good day.